Welcome to the Arsenal Tottenham Fan Podcast. I'm Cal Wood, the resident Arsenal fan as co-host of the podcast, and I'm joined by my good friend and arch nemesis and fully attired in Spurs gear for this podcast, Rick Nelson. Welcome, Rick. Good morning, Cal. Check it out for the full Monty on the YouTube channel. <laughs> the, the hat, shirt, and coffee mug. Am I excited for the new season? Absolutely. Cain or no Cain? <laughs> He's like a small child. And not only that, he has Absolutely. acquired tickets for what match? The Man United game. First home game of the season. Wow. So Rick and his son will be at the Man United game. We will not have a live podcast from Rick in the stadium because... Uh, I'm sure that I'll will be just out. <laughs> Say what? I'll get thrown out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. D- Daniel would not appreciate any competition to the Spurs.com. We may, we may have a little surprise. We may do something from the stadium. That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, that we're would cooking be really, something up. That would be really good. Hey, what I will be doing there, Cal. Yes. I will, I will be joining the ticket protest prior to the game. Oh, no kidding. Okay, so a little background on that for our listeners. Well, so, look, so for for those out there that, that are not following what's going on in the ticketing world, which is, a you know, that, that's a whole other thing. Um, but Tottenham put their prices up again, right? They are now mm-hmm. the highest prices in Europe. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, look, if you, you go based on the last three years, I mean, questions need to be asked, right? Sure. Um, but the Tottenham um, Supporters Association, I was listening on um, the podcast, great podcast, View from the Lane, excellent, excellent podcast. Um, they were interviewing the uh, president um, of the, uh, the board there. And, um, you know, he said that Tottenham put up a link on the website, which you had to go through two links to get to the reason why they put the rates up. Well, oh, so wow, very underhanded, it. right? You know, just not right. Sure. You know I mean? um, and I can speak for myself. You know, um, you know, I bought, I re-upped on our premium memberships for my son and I, you know, which is supposed to be, gets you in for priority ticketing. Right. Um, and we got up at 3.30 a.m. U.S. time and sat there until 10 to 5 a.m., when the sign came up and said, sorry, this is this event is now sold out. Wow. Um, well, it's not sold out because then a week later, you know, we go online and, you know, we have to go and buy it from another ticketing agency. Right. You know I mean, so um, I will be there. You know, uh, by the way, I paid double the price for the tickets that I would have paid for, for that. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's a complete mess, but I will be there as part of that. Um, protest <laughs> like to for hear a little it. while before i go in to get my complimentary drinks and free program from the ticket <laughs> sorry guys i gotta go i've got a couple of beers waiting for me <laughs> <laughs> i like to hear it so this episode is gonna be the 
Tottenham Hotspur preview episode. So we'll be talking all Tottenham, all Spurs, all the time. Um, Rick is going to start out by reviewing the preseason for Spurs. Then he's going to go into a squad analysis. Um, I've got a few questions that I'll be asking him about the upcoming season. And then we'll get into his predictions for Spurs' season. And we'll get into his prediction for the Premier League as a whole. Rick, how does that sound? Yeah, that's good. Should we kick it off? All right, that sounds good. I have not followed Spurs at all this preseason. I didn't even know if they played a preseason game on the planet. What has been going on with them? Oh, they played on the planet. I think Greta Thunberg will be pissed because they went. Oh, wow. They traveled all the way to Australia, Singapore, and Thailand. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, no wonder. Carbon footprint. <laughs> no wonder I haven't I haven't uh, been able to keep up with that. Yeah, look, so we we had a preseason in Australia. Go figure, right? New yeah. coach. Um, but actually, that was actually planned before Postacoglu was even on the horizon. Right. Because um, Tottenham had a really good um, preseason out there a few years back. So it's, you know. Levy doesn't make these decisions for no reason. Australia and Southeast Asia are a very, very lucrative market for Tottenham. Sure. Very well supported. Um, so <clears throat> it was Australia, Thailand, and Singapore. Um, to be honest with you, it was pretty much a washout. But then, you know, what do you expect when you're traveling those areas in the middle of the monsoon season, right? Right, right. So. Well, the first game was in Australia, which is actually winner, right? Uh-huh. Um, and we played um, West Ham. Okay. So I didn't watch the whole game, but I did watch highlights. Um, and I've got to tell you, uh, defensively, terrible, right? right? But going forward, oh, my God. I mean, we're all in for an for – I mean, if you're looking for a complete 360 on a team – uh-huh. Wait until next week at Brentford. I mean, okay. this is not going to be the Tottenham that we've watched for the last three years. Wow, okay. Not not even close. Um, in fact, prior to going out to Australia, Postacoglu said, um, one thing I'll guarantee you is no matter what time of day it is, you won't fall asleep watching my teams. And that's a guarantee. <laughs> and so that that'll right be there, interesting to see. That right there, I was like, okay, you're my man. That, that'll uh-huh. do it for me. Right after the three years that we've had, right? Uh-huh. So we kicked off against West Ham. Um, as I say, going forward, just look fantastic. Um, really, really sharp, really good. Again, but defensively, you know, the one thing that came out of that game, we lost 3 2, right? Okay. And um, the, the, you know, the takeaway from that game was nothing that we didn't know going in, really. The defense is a freaking shambles, mm-hmm. right? Um, the next game was in Thailand. Um, it was supposed to be against Leicester. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Thailand and Leicester. Um, right. It didn't happen, though. It got rained out. I mean, literally, a monsoon wow. just hammered down. Um, and of course, with the schedule, you couldn't play it later or the next right. day they were jumping on a plane to go to Singapore. Wow. 
So we ended up in Singapore playing some team called, I can't remember, the Tiger Sailors or something. I, I don't uh-huh. know. Um, <laughs> and the game started out and we went 1-0 down against this team. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God, here we go. This is brutal, right? Uh-huh. I mean, this is a bunch of, like, part-timers, whoever they are, and we're 1-0 down. <laughs> right. But, you know, we ended up winning that game 5-1, you know, and what can you take away from that game? I don't really know, mm-hmm. right? Um, Richarlison, I think he got a hat-trick in that game. Um, and we won the Tiger Cup, and the players were right like holding up this cup, and I was like, <laughs> don't, "Don't do that." Spurs have already won a trophy this don't year. Don't do it because I can see the memes already. <laughs> it was like when we won the Audi Cup when we beat Bayern in Germany. It was like, please don't hold that. Don't do it. And and Harry Kane walked off. He didn't go nowhere near it. <laughs> he he won't born yesterday. He didn't join the celebrations. He's like, I'm out of here. There's no way I'm holding that freaking thing up. <laughs> you can, he knew the, he knows what the the, the the optics would be on oh, that. Oh, no question. It he was, knows that. You see, that is... you see Kane holding the Tiger Cup, and they'd be like, he's definitely staying now. <laughs> but there was a picture. There was like a, a picture from the stands in one of the reports, you know, and there were players on the pitch and Kane's off walking off over the running. <laughs> He's like, get out of it. Oh, that is too funny. So the takeaway actually from there, really from those <laughs> those two games, um, must have been hard for Poster Coglu, right? I mean, you've got a Premier League season coming up and you go all that way and, you know, I, I think the most positive thing he might have got out of it was he may have popped in to see his family while he was there, right? Yeah, uh, you know that had to be I really tough. He would have made an extra few million bucks on merchandise, you know. But you know, for the training, you know, uh, you know the the daily training that the team would have to go through, you would have to think that the travel and the weather would seriously hamper that. Yeah, yeah, but. My takeaway from that was, you know, the, the positives. The positives from that were Lo Celso and Udogi. Okay. Um, Lo Celso is going to be in the lineup this year, man. Mm-hmm. Ostacoglu loves him. Okay. Uh, he's really done well in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in, in these games so far, put it that way. And in right. training. And in training. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really stood out in training. Um which, which I'm sure would be to the chagrin of uh, Levy, because he's probably thinking he's the only one that we could have got rid of for about 25 million. That's right, right. That's and right. now you want to keep him? Go. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to see Lacelso, um, Udogi. I think Udogi scored against West Ham, and he's looking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's in now from Udinese. <clears throat> um, He's, I think he's going to be a bit of a star next year for us as well in that left-back position. Okay. Um, you want to run through the position? You want to run through the position analysis while you're doing that? Or do you yeah. have some more op- observations? Yeah, I was just say the final you. takeaway from that was, you know, what we already know. And the negatives on it, and Dombele, you know, to get rid of this dude, man. Okay. You know, there were hopes there. I thought, well, he might come in and he might – Poster Coglu might turn him around. 
but he got injured while he was out there. Postacoglu thought he was going to start, and then he didn't start. Yeah, you know. So the mm. takeaway from whatever we did out there in Australia and the two games that we did play was the defence needs to be figured out, get it sorted, mm-hmm. which we knew that going out there. Right. So um, position-wise, I'll start with, start at the back, right? Um, keepers. How'd your new keeper look? He looks great. Yeah, it really does. I'm excited to watch him um, throughout the season. He's, I think he's going to be a character. Mm-hmm. No, from what you I've know, seen, I've always thought that was positive when you have a keeper um, that is a bit of a character like we have with Ramsdale. Yeah, and I think um, he's very athletic too, right? So we're going to see some creative saves probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One for the mm-hmm. camera, you know, <laughs> um, which is all good. It's part of the entertainment. They're entertainers, right? That's right. Um, so uh, he's good with his feet, which is really important. He likes to play out from the back, right? Um, so we're not going to see some punting from this, I mean, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I think he's going to have a good season. All the report, everything I've seen on YouTube, and I mean, good reports. I mean, Mourinho, Buffon, all of these guys just lured him up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have to, right? right? That's the key thing. It's like, well, we don't care who he is, you know, where he's going. Um, so really excited to see him play. Larice is still there, right? But he's not going to play. Obviously, he's okay. looking, He's been given the green light. You know, jog on, go where you want to go. You know, right. um, and then we got Forster, and then we got two young lads um, in the team. So I think we're good. Um, you know, on the keeper front, that was one mm-hmm. area that we obviously had to take care of, and mm-hmm. we did. You know, mm-hmm. um, and surprisingly early. Um, so I think that's. Uh, that bodes well for us. Um, fullbacks, uh, centre backs. Well, you know, um, Dyer's still there. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Dyer. Um, I think he'll keep him. Okay. I think he'll keep him and play him sparingly. I think he'll keep him because Dyer's got a little bit of leadership about him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that toughness about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important to keep, not just for the pitch, but for the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if Dyer's going to get in the team, he's going to have to really go some. Right. You know. Yeah, if you look at that, if you look at the way Dyer played, because he had a really bad season last year, well, the second half of the season, because he came back from the World Cup with an injury, injury that he carried. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew about. Mm-hmm. That he kept, he didn't keep quiet. The club knew, um, right? But he did have that, so maybe give him some cutting some slack on that, maybe. Um, but he's going to have to work his way back into this team for sure. No, mm-hmm. regardless of that, who you got starting? Um, the centre back. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I think we'll see um, for sure um, the new signing. Mickey Van Der Ven. Uh, so is he going to sign? Oh, he's signed. He's ready. He's coming in for a minute. Oh, so you've already made the deal. Yeah, that's that's done. You okay. Know. We well, signed. Congratulations. Another- he looks like a heck of a player. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we just signed another centre-back, Ashley Phillips from Blackburn. He's 18. He's not. Okay. Right. But that's, right. that's another centre-back for the future. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So they're building there. And he signed a five-year contract, this kid, you know. So um, we're still still after Longley. I think Longley is going to come back. Okay. I think he's going to stay. Um, and that's – I don't think he's the greatest in the world, but I think he's a solid player. He's good with his feet. He's good in the air. And you're going to need to be good in the air because Postacoglu likes people in the box that attack the ball. And I'll get into that a little bit more. Um, we've got Tanganga and Davies. And I think Davies, you know, he can he's pretty versatile. He's going to be like a centre-back, full-back. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use him in both positions. Um, so I think we're still in the market for another centre-back yet right now. For okay. um, oh, What's his name? I don't want to mess his name up. Um, Tapsoba. At, okay. Uh, by Leverkusen. Um I think we've put in a thirty-nine million pound bid, which has been wow. rejected. Yeah, so I think they're trying to work on add-ons and how can we get creative and. Wow, so that, that would be a little redundant, though, don't you think? Because he's a left-footed center back. Vanderbeck's a left-footed center back. Yeah, don't you think that money might be spent in a different area of the pitch that you've got your, especially if you bring Longley back. We yeah. don't need three left-footed center backs. Yeah, well, it's really been an area that we've had a real issue with for sure. years. Not sure. like a season or two. It's been freaking years, that left, left-footed left center back position. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, the taps-over thing may just die away yet. Mm-hmm. Now that we've got Mickey van der Ven. Like, I think once he gets in, gets his medical and it's done, that that those rumors with taps-over may go away. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I really like Vanderfin. I did go on YouTube and watch some highlights of him. Oh yeah, he looks good. He's big, really athletic, good with the ball at his feet. Yeah, um, I, I was surprised at how good that he looked. Yeah, considering Levy he wanted up, to sign him. I think it was like forty odd million, and I think with add-ons and what have you, it's going to end up being about fifty-six mil. So that's a lot. I mean, that, change, right? that's been that's been white money. Yeah, and and yeah. Vandervan is not English, right? Yeah, you know, so yeah. that that's uh, that's a lot. He he better be good for that. But yeah, he did right. look good in his in his uh, YouTube videos. Of course, I look good in my YouTube. <laughs> yeah, videos, so, so. yeah, right. <laughs> I don't look fifty six million good, but whatever. <laughs> As Toby Keith says, I'm as good once as I ever was, right? <laughs> um, fullbacks, pretty good in the fullback areas, really. Um, you know, we've got po- Poro, Royale, Romero, and Udogi. Um, so you've got Romero as a fullback, not as a center back. Um, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Wrong column. <laughs> okay. And Romero. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, Romero in there um, with the uh, centre backs on the right sided centre back. So, yeah, I uh, mean he he and Vanderveen, yeah, you know, pretty solid. I think. I think so. Yeah, that has got to be an improvement on where we've been. Mm-hmm. We're crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, fullbacks. Um, you know, I think um, you know we've got Poro, Royale, Udogi. Longley can play in that position. Davis mm-hmm. can play in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, you know, Udogi is going to be a starter for sure. Okay. Um, wow. On, on that left side. I'll be surprised if he doesn't start. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um, it's a battle for Poro and Royale, I think. You know, mm-hmm. um, defensively, you know, Postacoglu might go for Royale because he wants someone who can defend. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's going to be an interesting battle right over there. Where does he put in Poro? Yeah, you know, I've always liked to have two different types of players in the same position because then you can match up with horses for courses. Yeah. You know, well, you've got you two a, different players right there for sure. Exactly. You know, when you have a really um, <clears throat> often you're going against a really offensively talented left wing, you play Royale when you're going against a team that maybe doesn't have as much offensive capability and where you'll be facing more of a, you know, park the bus type team, then you can play Poro. You play Poro. Poro then becomes like an inverted winger. We saw a lot of that in the game against West Ham. You're going to see a lot of that this year from time. Interesting. Okay. A lot of inverted wing coming into okay. the channels for sure. Interesting. That's, that's just how he sets up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he sets up because he likes he likes his wingers and fullbacks to, to invert, to come into the middle and play the ball through the channels. Okay. So then what, what that means is, though, Cal, then, is that then somebody like a Kane doesn't have to come back. Right. Let's right. Just keep, keep your ass up there. We don't need you back here. We're going to have these guys come in mm-hmm. right, and play the ball through the middle. Um the other thing is, though, if you look back at his Celtic career for Postacoglu, mm-hmm. most of his games were won on the wide flanks with balls coming in to the middle. Right. That's that's what I was thinking. That's why I think Richarlison will have a much better year this year because when you do that, you have to have somebody that's aggressive in the box. Mm-hmm. Now, Kane's no, sh- no, no shirker when it comes to putting a goal in with his head. Of course. But Richarlison is aggressive and a good header of the ball too. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. When you, so when you've got that come, like I think over a third of his games in, in Scotland were won down those flanks with, with service into the middle mm-hmm. of headers. So mm-hmm. that bodes well for Richarlison. Right. That's, what, that's in, exactly in, what I was thinking. In games or when we're in, if the game progresses and he wants to switch, He'll switch somebody out and say, get Richarlison in there and get that ball in the middle. Yep. You know. So, um, midfield, the midfield, a little bit mouth-watering. Um, I think um, I think next week against Brentford, I mean, the dream lineup for midfield next week against Brentford mm-hmm. would yep. be Madison, Bissouma, and Lo Celso. Okay, Wow. Oh, that sounds pretty good, right? Uh-huh. That's that's pretty mouthwatering, I've got to be honest, right? If those three are playing when I get there, I'll go be a happy man. Right? <laughs> that'll work for me, right? Um, but I think I, I think that'll be the start next if they're if Basuma's uh-huh. fit, right, which I think he uh, now he's got a bit of a knock, but I think if he if he becomes around by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Madison, Basuma, and uh Lacelso, probably be the starting lineup for next week against Brentford. Well, that's, that's what I would hope anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, we've got Saar, you've got Skip, who's a great player. I love Skip. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, and then we've got Benton Kerr, who's still, you know, probably coming back maybe October. 
somewhere right. around there. Um, but he's back in training. He's out there every day. That's good. So he'll be back in October. So midfield is pretty good. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about Hoiberg? Yeah, he, I think he's going to end up going to Atletico Madrid. Okay. I Still hadn't so. gone yet. He hasn't gone yet. <laughs> There's a lot haven't gone yet. Yeah. Is he training? Uh, he's been training, yeah. Yeah, he was okay. on the tree. He went to Australia. Um, so, but I, I don't know if he'll stay though. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem like a Postacoglu player. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got an engine. He's great. Um, I think he's one of those players at Tottenham that was very polarizing. You either liked him or you didn't. Right. And the fans were very divided, right? Right. You know, I liked him. The, right? the, the grant the granite shaka of Tottenham yeah, Hotspur. Pretty much, right? I mean, the guy played every freaking second of every game, right? Almost. That sounds like granite shaka. Yeah, you know. So give him some do there. But I think he's gonna go to Atletico Madrid. That would make sense, right? That's a, he is a Simone kind of player, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And we have a good relationship with Atletico Madrid, you know, with Trippier going out there. Right. And I think I had a report I've seen, it was, it's like 10, 12 million is all they want, mm-hmm. which is a good deal. Yeah, that's a good deal for somebody so that, to I, buy. I think he'll go, and I think in the next week or so, we've got until, what, September. Mm-hmm. You're going to see more going out. We've got like 31, 32 players on the squad. That's- right, and, and so do we. And it's, you know, it, it's tough selling them. I think that uh, the last week of the, the window or once the season starts – you'll start to see people leave. Yeah, I would think, oh, you'd hope that, you know, the directors of football and the powers that be at Tottenham would have already have something slotted for these guys and it's just a matter mm-hmm. of tying up some loose ends. Mm-hmm. You know, and not still on the phone saying, hey, did you want this guy for a loan? You know, know what I mean? Right. You'd like to think that they've got something already in the pipeline. It's just a matter of, like, pack your bag, son. Right. Right. Um. You know, we look at wingers. Um, yeah, I, we've got Sonny. Mm-hmm. Right, he's got to have a better. I mean, cow, come on, he can't. <laughs> he, he just cannot do what he did last year. Listen, I mean, he had one of those players' seasons last year, right? Where just shit, nothing, nothing goes right. Uh huh. You know, just nothing. The ball was bouncing off his shins and everything. Right. You know what I mean? It was just nothing that he could do. Like, it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. You, you, when Father Time catches you, yeah. Well, Father Time, he's he's still like Carl Walker, man. He can put those burners on when he wants. Uh huh. Right? He hasn't he uh-huh. hasn't lost any yardage at all. Right. Right. So I mean, you've just got to be you got to be better than you were last year. You can't do uh-huh. this two years in a row for, for crying out loud. It just can't happen. You know. Well, you know, one's a fluke, two's a trend. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen, if by if if he starts playing like that again, you know, then for sure he'll be it'll be time for him to move on for sure. Yeah, a huge season for him Absolutely. and for his yeah. his Spurs career, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, and he knows it. Yeah. Um, we just bought Solomon. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's right, man. Or so Solomon. again, another versatile player. He plays out in the wing, but he also plays centre forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he will be our um, kind of cup 
guy right. maybe. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Or he's on for the last 15 minutes guy. Right. Kind of player. Um, but he looks really sharp too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a good addition. Um, Kulisevsky, we completed that deal um, during the summer. So now he's a permanent player with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he looks like a Postacoglu player all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Creative, you know, great out on the wing, cuts in. Um, and Perisic, I don't think Perisic is going anywhere. Okay. I think he's going to hang. Uh, he's not going to be a starter, though. He is going to be a plug-in. Right. He, well, he will P- be... Pasta Coglu is going to want to press, and Kulishevsky yeah. can press, but you need to find another winger Correct. that can join in on the press. Yes, and I think Perisic, yeah, again, I don't – he may start a game or two. Um, mm-hmm. His legs are not what they used to be, mm-hmm. but – but in those games where you need another 20 minutes pressing at the end of the game to seal it or to liven it up, he's probably your man mm-hmm. for corners and getting down there and servicing. Mm-hmm. I think he'll stick around for that reason. Be surprised if he goes at this point. I think mm-hmm. there's there's room for him. As a could, could you uh, um, could you see anybody else out on that wing? Rashalton. Because you see Rashalton play in the pressing well, wing. Yeah, he can play anywhere up front, really, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, you know, Udogi's going to be bombing it up down there, too. Right. Um, I think you're going to see Udogi as kind of like a uh, – I don't want to compare him to somebody, but I will. Uh, maybe like a Danny, an old Danny Rose. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Uh, and I love Danny Rose. I mean, I thought he was a great player. Um, especially his debut goal against Arsenal. If you haven't seen it, guys, go on YouTube. It's brilliant. <laughs> Did you ever see that goal, Cal? Uh, as soon oh. as you mentioned Danny Rose, oh, I knew know what coming. was coming there. You know it's coming, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think Udogi will be um, – um, he's going to be bombing up and down that wing too. So, it's just I think it's just going to be so different from what we've seen. There's going to be so much switching going on. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of bamboozling uh-huh. going on. You know what I mean? Um, that's exciting. Um, up front, yeah. you know? This, the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is is it is there going to be this big black hole there oh, where there me. used to be a Harry Kane? It's quite possible. It's quite possible. For those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, Rick has got his hands over his head Ugh. and creasing his cap. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, look, you can't replace Harry Kane, right? That's impossible. You got to take the money. Whether he plays for Tottenham or anyone, you just you could, you don't, you can't replace him, right? You got to take the money. Yeah. You got to take it. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on. You got to take it. Not necessarily. You got to right? take it. Um, put it this way, right? If he plays and helps us to get into the Champions League, because five teams now qualify, um, you make you make 80, 70, 80 million just by qualifying. You ain't getting in the Champions League. Oh, we are. It's happening, brother. You got to sell it. You got to sell it. Yeah, I think he. I think he wants to go. Well, look, it needs to be sorted out, right? For sure. Um, mm-hmm. 
And Levy's doing what Levy does, right? Bayern paid look, that last bid went in on Friday, and they said we're done. That's uh-huh. the ultimatum. And Levy promptly flew to Miami. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Harry has said that if he plays the first match for Spurs, he's Same. finishing the season for Spurs. Absolutely. He's already said he's not going to force his way out of the club. Uh huh. He says he's just got more respect for the club and all of that. He's not going to force his way out. But he ain't signing for Spurs next he year. He won't sign next year. No, he won't sign. He won't sign another contract. And he, if he stays, he won't sign next year either because then he can go wherever he wants and get pretty much whatever he wants. That's right. Bayern Munich, that's why Bayern Munich are on his case right now because they know next year they'll be like third or fourth in line. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah, he ain't signing for Bayern Munich next year either. No, because then – Whoever else comes in and says, yeah, we can pay you 500 grand a week because we're going to have to drop 100 million on you. PSG when they lose Mbappe. He ain't, he ain't going to PSG. That's freaking. Well, there's no way he goes to PSG. I mean, that's just. It's, it's, that's, 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 there's no, what's the challenge there? You might as well stay at Tottenham, man. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like being paid. As if you went to Saudi Arabia, yeah, pretty but you much. Still get to play in the Champions still League. Get to play Champions League, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, yeah. And it lets it. I mean, he'll win a trophy. Yeah, I mean, no he's doubt. On a, listen, he he's on a somewhat hiding to nothing, Kane, because if he goes somewhere and it goes tits up, and he doesn't doesn't win a trophy. Trophy, you know? Oh my God, that's it's for sure. Be, it'd be horrible, right? Yeah, that's and I'll tell you sure. right now, I, 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 and I will speak for every Tottenham fan out there. If he goes, everyone will be willing him to win a trophy. Wherever, uh, absolutely, and uh, as they should be, yeah, as they should be. I, I think that for Tottenham, I think you need to sell him, and the reason is you've got Richarlison and. The way that Pasca Tagalu plays, Richarlatan is not going to be that much worse than Harry Kane. Yeah, look. Because he can press from the front. He can get on the end of headers. He's not Harry Kane, but he can be productive in the middle. And you've got 100 million pounds to invest in some youth players and you can really lengthen your challenge for the top four. Yeah. You know, you can broaden your window with that money significantly. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with the doomsayers of like Kane leaves Tottenham fall into this pit of hell. I just don't believe that. I, I mean, don't think so either. I don't think it will be any right? worse. Stuff happens. I mean, whatever you move on, right? I mean, great players move on, and you deal with it, and you 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 rebuild. I mean, shit, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Um, well, and I think one thing with Kane too is he's like a black hole that when he's there, your team has to play in a particular way because well, that's the possibly- way he can play. But that's well. There's another. I just brought that up earlier on. Kind of thing with with Postacoglu, Kane will have to play differently to a certain extent. Exactly. Because exactly, Postacoglu's like going to be like, if I see you near the halfway line, I'm going to go mad. Well, exactly. 
Because that's and, not how I play. I need you keeping up with. I need you up there all the time. So you're going to miss all of. You'll you'll miss a lot of Kane's ping in the ball, which everybody loved. Mm-hmm. And he'll be restricted to the box, right? To that's right. Thing, right. So it it it's different for him. That's right. You know what I mean? But but also you're going to see Kane jogging around when the other team has the ball at the back and the press, you know, Pascatagli wants to press, but you're not going to be able to press right? because you got Kane and son in there. You know, you at least take Kane out and put Richarlatan in and Richarlatan can press. Yeah. I mean, he, he can give center backs, a lot of problems, yeah. you know, and, and that'll give uh, Pascataglu an opportunity to get the ball in areas of the um, pitch that he wants. Like he can use Richarlison to force center backs or force fullbacks to pass the ball in places where you do have defenders that can track. Yeah, Richarlison will be charging at you like a bull on heat. That's right. That's he'll be right. making you play the ball. He'll be rushing you. Do you know what I That's mean? That's right. And I think that when you look at that defensive from the front capability, and then you look at what Richarlison could bring you running in behind defenders and getting on the end of headers, I just don't think the gap is a hundred and some million pounds in that particular system. So yeah. I think, Tottenham as a football club would be better off. Well, to go ahead and make the move now, rip the bandaid off. I was, you just, I just took this exact uh, analogy, rip the bandaid off. I was going to say the exact same thing. Just get it you know, done. You know, that's right. I, I think it's time, and you know, celebrate his career. You know, celebrate the greatness as much as I hate to say it, and. Go 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 with what else you got. You know, so, someone said the other day I heard that if Postacoglu came to the club knowing that Kane was leaving, then Postacoglu should leave. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Postacoglu came in knowing that there's a chance that Harry Kane's not going to be here. Mm-hmm. Postacoglu's here, brand spanking new and saying, all right. You know, and if, if Kane stays this season... Well, you've just prolonged my headache. That's exactly right. Because now I've got to figure out what I'm doing with you, without you next year. Yeah. Right? That's so, right. And you know, without 100 million pounds to fix it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. So, look, I'd love to see him stay, sign a new contract. That would be wonderful. But it's not going to happen. You know, you can I, face reality. I think you have had a surprising. Now that you got Vanderven in, I think you have had a surprisingly strong summer. Yeah, I think so. And too. now is the time to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, build. Just you got to let Postacoglu build. Right, mm-hmm. let him do his thing. Yeah, the naysayers are already out there saying, "Oh, he'll be number one on the list for getting fired." I, I don't believe that. I don't know. I I think that's David Moyes. 
I think I think Moise is on the uh, is on the hot seat. He's got a hundred million pounds from Declan Rice, and he can't get one person in that he likes. Yeah, it's hard, right? It's brutal, isn't it? Yeah, and you just won a European trophy too. So That's right. That's know. right. Good gosh. All right. Anything else on uh, Harry Kane? No, I think enough's been said about Harry Kane. You know, right. well, we just need if, to figure it out if, and move on. If he does go, Spurs fans can expect a Harry Kane tribute episode hosted and conducted entirely by Rick Nelson. Absolutely. I will. Do. I'll do a special. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, we were talking about Positoglu just a second ago. So what impact do you think he's going to have on your Premier League season? I think he's going to have a really good impact. Um it's going to be night and day compared to what we've been seeing, mm-hmm. right? Look, if if we needed anything at the club, it was a feel-good feeling, right? Right. Um, like, if if you're going to lose a game, let's lose it 4-3. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I, I, absolutely. You know, so I think um, – like he said, you're not going to fall asleep during my games. I'm, it's just not going to happen. Uh-huh. You hear that and you think, oh, my God. this is, you know." And what I've seen, you know, so you can imagine he's going to be out of the traps uh-huh. day one, right? Uh-huh. Shock and awe, you know what I mean? Um, so I think he's going to have a really positive impact. Um, I think from a PR standpoint, no disrespect to, to the Mourinho's or the Conte's of the world, I mean, Conte, every press conference was riddle me this, right? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. You're not going to have that at the press conferences, right? Uh-huh. You're going to get a blunt Aussie saying what he feels. Uh-huh. There will be no nuances. Uh-huh. They'll be like, well, that was shit, mate. Right? We've seen- <laughs> that's what you're going to get, right? Um, well, y- y- you know, um, it- in a way, this is a very unspurs type ma- managerial appointment because in the past, you guys have gone for the Italian, Portuguese, celebrities, Argentinian, good looking, well dressed. The celebrity guys, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and now you've got the blue collar. You know, it, it, you know, Giorgio Armani is not going to be contacting Pasaglu to model his clothes anytime soon. That's a good thing, right? It's a working class game. It should it's 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 risen above that, and maybe we need someone like that to bring it back down to its roots, right? And a little bit of like, look, when they were on the Australian trip, some German reporter held up a Harry Kane Bayern Munich shirt at the press conference. Uh huh. You know, Poster Coglu's like, wow, you flew all the way out here to hold that up? That's a long <laughs> one, mate. You know? um, so he's very, like, quick off the mark. You're going to get a lot uh-huh. of that, right? You know, uh-huh. there's going to be no riddle me this. Like, what do you mean by that? He's he, The press ask him a, co- a question after the game, you're going to get an answer. Uh-huh. And, it, and it'll, nine times out of ten, it'll be a funny one. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a, yeah, he's a working class bloke who's like, likes his football. So do you think that the team can play 
in that blue collar, hard working, get stuck in image that he carries. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but I think the advantage that we do have this season is that he's going to have all week with the players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's a huge advantage. That is a huge There's advantage. No Europe games, right? So yeah. he's going to be able to instill his philosophy and his strategies day in and day out and put them into practice on the on the training pitch. Mm -hmm. That's a huge advantage. Yeah, it is, for and, sure. And like Conte and Mourinho look for the players that they liked in their team, keep the ball, hold it up, snatch and grab, right? Mm -hmm. He's building the players that he wants. He's looking at the La Celso's of the world. He's looked at the Madisons of the world, and he's saying, yeah, we want to have – we want to play creative, fun football, mm -hmm. right? We want people to walk away after the game and say, wow, that was great. That was good to watch. Mm -hmm. Win or lose, right? Mm -hmm. That was good football to watch, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, but preferably win. Um, <laughs> but And I think that's what he's bringing, right? He's bringing some of that feel-good football spirit back to the club, which is what Tottenham's mm -hmm. known for, you know? Mm -hmm. Good football. So and there hasn't been none of that for three years, right? So I think his impact is, is going to be good. You know, it's a, again like anything else. Time will tell mm -hmm. in the league, but I, I think um, I think we're going to surprise a few people this season. All right, most important stretch of the season. Yeah. Um, well, piggybacking off of that, I don't think for us it's like oh we've got some really tough games in November. Or, right. There's four games in October. You know, we've got this guy, these team, this blah blah. For us, Cal, I think the stretch for us is that first game against Brentford mm -hmm. up until Christmas. Twenty two okay. games. Okay. It's twenty two games. I think that's an important stretch right there. All those mm -hmm. games up until see where we land at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not the be all and end all, but it's like where where are we gonna end up at Christmas, right? Like all of those games are going to be building on top of each other to get to get that his tactics perfected. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I see that stretch as being really important. And then after there, after the second half of the year, is like you should be in full flow by then. Mm -hmm. right? That's right. There should be no like. No one should be sitting in the dressing room saying, what exactly is it that you want from me, boss, mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. on January 1? That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so I think I the stretch for us is Brentford. I forget who we play on the 26th of December, but right up until the end of December. Okay. 22 games. All right. Well, what's the single biggest thing that could have an impact on your Premier League finish in a negative direction well I, I think it's the obvious answer to that is <laughs> goodbye harry is if mr kane leaves yeah because that's a lot of freaking goals yeah again yeah. whether he's at tottenham man united chelsea that's hard to replace uh-huh someone sure. that's that that guy that started out who was called a one season wonder uh-huh is going to be freaking hard to replace mm -hmm. so that means Everybody's got to score goals. Madison, we need 10 from you. That's right. Lacelso. 
right, La Celso, Sonny, Kulisevsky, you've all mm-hmm. got to bang in 10-plus goals. Mm-hmm. Get them in there. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to have to make it up. Yeah. There's yeah. no other way. You're not, you're not going to say to Richarlison, we need 30 goals out of you this season. Well, right? that's right. Right? So that's right. everybody's got to play a part. But, that, but nobody should be surprised by that at the team either. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's done that for the last three years. It's right. all been on Harry Kane and Son, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that can't happen no more. So, so, so Madison, Udogi, all of those guys have got to score goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got to come in and start scoring goals for us. And they should That's all right. have. I'm sure that they're they're all going to be given quotas. Right? <laughs> we, we know that word very well, right? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh no, not the quota. Not the quota, but I'm sure Costa Coglu said this is what I expect from you this year. Mm-hmm. Ten, go- ten plus goals from mm-hmm. you, five or six from you. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Right, got yeah. it. Uh, in, in a positive uh, direction, what would have the biggest impact on your Premier League finish? Um, oh, I think um, that stretch. I think if we're in, if we're up in the top four or five by Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think that puts us in a positive position for that second half of the year. Okay. You know? Okay. All right. So are you ready to do <laughs> some predictions? Oh, God. Yeah. All right. So will Tottenham add another player? Uh um, possibly, but I don't think they'll do it now. I think they'll do it in January. Okay. If we do. So, so you're done for the summer. Yeah, I, I think we are. I think we are. And I, I don't I, see us replacing anybody right now. I, I think that would be, I think that would be smart because you, you want to give Pasca Taglu a relatively small squad because you don't have European yeah, competition. He's got to get it down to about 25. That's what he's got to yeah. get down to. And, you know, he wants to, you know, you want to give him a relatively small group of players to work with to get the tactics right, to go into the season. And then once you get in January, see what you need to finish the season out. Yeah. Look, we're looking, there's rumors again that we're looking at um, this guy at Porto, Mehdi Taremi. I think he's Iranian. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played, I don't know how many games he's played. He's got 80 goals, 49 assists. Oh, that guy. Sp- he's a player. Yeah. He's a good yeah. player. But I don't think that we should just go out and just a knee jerk. Right. He's not a young player, though. No. But he's a and good player. And buy someone. You know what I mean? It's like, look. I do. Everything's off the table, right? We've got a new coach. Kane's probably going to leave. The expectations will be much lower for Postacoglu, mm-hmm. right? The the expectations, or you'd think the conversation between him and Levy would have been, we're on a rebuild here, mate, mm-hmm. for sure, right? You've got me coming in and rebuilding a team without the biggest franchise player you've ever freaking had mm-hmm. next to Jimmy Greaves and what have you, right? Right, right. Okay. So I've got to rebuild this whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. I say not yet, you know, to see how things go. Okay. What is going to surprise Spurs fans in a negative way? Um, for me, what would be really negative would be is if we get to like, you know, end of September, October, and the medics say that Bentoncourt is not on the men yet mm-hmm. and tell us he's going to be out until next year. Right. That will freaking hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really hurt. Um, cause we're going to need him. Um, and, and even then he's going to be, you know, eased into games. Mm-hmm. So even if he comes back in October, uh, he's, he's still not going to be up and running until like freaking January or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be really negative for us if, um, if that gets prolonged. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is going to surprise Spurs fans and all Premier League fans in a positive way? Um, I, I, I think because right now there's, there's so much negativity out there. Mm-hmm. Right. There really is so much negativity out there. And I think that if Pasta Coglu can shut up the Twitter world uh-huh. and the reporters, and by Christmas, after that stretch that I talked uh-huh. about, we're in the top four or sitting there, uh-huh. I think that would have a massive positive impact. And, you know, people might be going, oh, okay, this guy's for real. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. If Spurs are in top four, at Christmas time, everybody is going to be rethinking. Hey, um, this is football, right? Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's for sure. That would definitely be a surprise and a positive surprise for Tottenham fans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for sure. All right. What is your bold prediction for Tottenham this year? Um, I would say if we now Harry Kane's gone. Um, the bold, bold, mad, mad prediction uh-huh. would, would be that we buy Ivan Tony in the January window. Wow. How okay. About that? How about that? Okay. Wow. Pay off his gambling debts and then buy Ivan Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Leave you, leave you be like, no, let's not pay off his debts. Let's just buy him for <laughs> 80 million because his debts will be more than that. <laughs> wow. Well, I, and, you know, I hadn't thought of that, but is there more Pasca Taglu striker than Ivan Tony? Right. Think of right. You know, I mean, good presser from the front. Cow, I'm and not kidding. can get on the end of headers like anybody, like nobody's business. I'm not kidding. I I think that that could be that could be something to that could happen for real. Wow. Okay. That right. that was a that that was a good prediction. You weren't expecting that one, was you? No, not in the least. Okay, that's good. I right, if everything goes right, what happens this year? If everything goes right, um, uh, well, if if, if all the stars align. Um, then we, 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 we have to win a cup, right? We have to win a cup mm-hmm. and we finish in Champions League runnings. Okay. That, I mean, awesome. that would be like, 
off the charts, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was going on here. So a world exists where that happens. It does. It does. All right. In my head, it does. <laughs> All right. So everything goes wrong. What happens? Um, I, I don't think the style of football is going to go wrong. I don't think that. I think we're going to enjoy watching the football. I don't think that's going to be the issue. The um, Nile is not a river in Egypt. Right. Um, I think if everything goes wrong, we end up just meandering in middle to lower f- table. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 1990s all over again mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, that, that's how I see it. It's like we're playing good football, but we're getting beat, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And the points are not there if everything goes wrong. You know, that and getting mm-hmm. that knocked out of the cup early. or the, But uh, Postacoglu has got the advantage of not making those mistakes, right? Like, if you're playing in the FA Cup, you're not going to do what the Conte regime did and not show any respect to your opponent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He, he's going to field his A1 team. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, we're going to try and win every freaking FA Cup game we play. Right. We're, if we need to win the League Cup, we need to, well, we do actually need to win the uh-huh. League Cup. We're going sure. to play to win the League Cup. We're going to treat uh-huh. the League Cup like it's the Champions League. Awesome. I, I think, I think that. that's what Spurs need to do. Because, because the others haven't, really. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. so what actually happens this year for Spurs? We finish fifth and we qualify for the Champions League. All right. How many points? Um, well, because now we've got five, right? You know, yeah. last year we ended up with 60 points. Freaking ridiculous, right? If we get 10, 11 points more, which is well doable. Mm-hmm. 71, 72 points, that gets us into the Champions League. I, I think it does. I, I think anything I over think 70 this points this year. Yeah, and, absolutely. And any team is golden. Yep. So I think we, we're in with that shout. All right. How many goals do you score? Uh, I'm thinking we're going to be up in the 70s, 75. I think we okay. had last year, oh, God, I can't remember last year, 68 maybe, something like that, 70. Okay. But I think 75 to 80 goals this year. Okay. All right. Now on to Premier League predictions. What is your bold prediction for the Premier League season? Uh, my bold, bold prediction is is that I think Chelsea end up missing out on Europe again. Okay. Um, okay. Or or like squeaking into the Conference League, something like that. Uh-huh. Squeaking into an eighth place or something, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I think you know, Pochettino's a great manager for sure. Um and he's and he's he's they've trimmed down that squad. Um but I still think that they're going to be a bit of a shambles this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to get it right, mm-hmm. right? Because um, they're in a bit of a rebuild too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this season's going to be it. But when they do, everybody's going to have to watch out for sure, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if this is the year that he gets it right just yet. Because it, because uh, Pochettino can be a bit of a whiner, mm-hmm. you know, and he's already been whining on tours out here in the U.S., 
the pitch was, I think mean, the pitch was cold or something the other day. <laughs> sure. The pitch was cold. Yeah. Or, or the Soldier Field pitch was like in bad shape, you know, because there's Ed Sheeran had a concert there. Taylor Swift had a concert there. Okay. Um, all right. Fair enough. But, you know, so I, I just think that they're not going to be with it this year. Okay. So. All right. Give me your top seven or should it be top eight with con- I, I don't know if conference league is going to go into eighth place but give me eight give me seven, eight two, three four five six seven eight all right um man c win it again just gonna have to happen man it's just gonna happen um man united second i think it'll be close i think united's going to be between the two big northern boys uh huh. You lot will scrape into third. <laughs> well, that that that's a mighty concession from Rick. He's got us yeah. in third. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool in fourth. I think okay. they're gonna. I think they'll come back. I think you know. Don't rule out Klopp. Um, Tottenham fifth. We're gonna. There you in. go. There you go. Villa. Okay. Newcastle. And then in eight, five, Chelsea or Brentford, I think. Okay. I'll, so, put, I'll put Chelsea in there for eight, right? I think they'll get to okay. the conference league. Yeah. So uh, is this any uh, Conte angst left over from not putting Deservey in the uh, final eight at Brighton? Nah. Um, I think Brighton are a really good team. I think somewhat like Newcastle, though, that they're not going to like repeat. Mm-hmm. Great season that they had last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be crap. I'll be. Ter- I think we're st- people are still going to like watching them. Yeah. Well, just, they, uh, they've got midweek games now, and that's yeah. going to be a lot more of a challenge for that say, squad. I was going to get to that. Yeah, it's going to be a different year, and they're not used to that. So mm-hmm. you know, so for sure. Yeah. Who gets relegated this year? Oh, I got three for you. Um, Forest. Okay. Wolves. Wow, okay. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Everton again. Wow. He has Luton Town staying in the league. I'll tell you what, I have Luton Town finishing in the top 10. That could have been your bold prediction. Could have been, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we we might want to go. I went for two bold predictions Rick is going to get two bowl predictions. Yeah, let's have that. Yeah, let's keep Luton in. I'll tell you what, let's throw Luton in top 10, right? 10th wow. place, something like that. that. That's like a huge bowl prediction right there. Yeah. You might be the only person out there predicting Luton Town in top 10. Yeah, only be, I'll tell you what, because I want them to. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, the stadium, they've still got houses built into the stadium. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen the stadium. Like, uh-huh. well, it's not a stadium. You can't call it a stadium. It, it's a ground, right? Um, go check out Luton Town home ground. Like, it's it's like somebody's look, to get into parts of the terraces. You have to go upstairs uh-huh. in people's backyard. <laughs> no kidding. Seriously, go on YouTube or look it up. You'll laugh your ass off. It's true. But they're in the process of buying these people out and like rebuilding and stuff. Uh huh. There's actual houses in like not not across the road. Uh huh. 
in the on the ground, like this part of the ground. So can people see the games yeah. from their homes? Yeah, like Wrigley. Yeah, it's like mad. like old Wrigley Field. Yeah, it's it's insane. It really is. You know, before uh, before the Wrigleys or whoever went in and bought those apartment houses out. Do you remember yeah. they used to have like parties on the uh, on the tops yeah. of those houses and that's watching right, the yeah. games and yeah yeah uh, that's cool <laughs> all right I- any other um I- any other words of wisdom on well, the upcoming 23-24 premier league season well look our preseason hasn't finished yet we've got Shakhtar Donetsk today okay and then Barcelona on Tuesday night we're one of the few teams that still have two games to play yeah yeah preseason well, you need them after the preseason that you had. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got Brentford on Saturday. Um, you know, Brentford gave us a good a good roast in last time, um, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. Uh, just, it's just not going to be the same team. We're not going to be the same team. What? Uh, where? Where's the match? Um, it's at Brentford. Okay. Our, fir- our first home match is uh, – Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Against Man United. Yeah, the the Rick Nelson's Bowl special. Oh, I can't even say that. We'll call it the Rick Nelson Bowl. First home game, new coach, new look team. Oh, God, I'm I'm just drooling, Cal. Drooling! (laughs) There's not a lot of work going to be done between now and that game in Wisconsin. I I hope your boss is not listening to this podcast. (laughs) Certainly won't be a lot done that week before I leave. I've got to tell you, the Monday, <laughs> Wednesday. But, um, no, looking forward to that. Um, um, the first home game, I think, and that's that's important, right? That first home game is really important, and it couldn't be against any bigger opposition, right? I'm telling you, it's huge. You know, Man United. So that's a big one for Postecoglou. You know, the mm-hmm. first home game uh, against such a big club. I mean, holy cow! Um, he's going to want guns a-blazing. He's going to be like, give them a show, boys. Give them mm-hmm. a show. So look for look for a special report maybe from there. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to follow Rick on the Twitter machine at ATF Podcast 1. You can follow me at ATF Podcast 2. Rick, you want to plug the website? Yeah, check out um, this podcast and all the others at ArsenalTottenhamFanPodcast.com. Um, check out our blogs. Um, and um, check me out on Instagram at ArsenalTottenhamFanPodcast. Hey, great. Thanks to everyone. Don't forget to review us, rate us, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Rick, do you have anything else to add before we sign off on this Tottenham preview edition? Pasta Coglu. Pasta Coglu. <laughs> awesome. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening.